Well, good evening, everyone. It's great that you're joining us for this special Christmas carol service. My name is Stephen Kennedy, and I'm the minister here in Buckna. Can I say that as a church family, we are delighted to be hosting this service tonight, and we want you to feel very welcome here this evening. Uh, I also have the privilege of serving on the Board of Governors of Hazelbank, and I would like to take this opportunity on behalf of the governors of the school to thank Mrs. Gray, the teaching staff, the classroom assistants, and the support staff for all of their hard work. In light of the difficulties we have all faced over the past number of years, it's great that events like this, like this carol service tonight and the carol concert last night uh, can take place again. As governors, we are deeply appreciative of the work that Mrs. Gray and all members of staff do for Hazelbank. Uh, I have been living in this area now for nearly five years and it has been a joy to see the school prosper and grow in that time. As, parent, uh, as a parent of children who attend Hazelbank as well, and as well as a governor, uh, it's a delight to see Hazelbank flourishing. I also want to say a big thank you to all of the boys and girls who have taken part in the events over the past two days. Uh, they have worked so hard over the past few weeks in preparation for this week, and we have really enjoyed hearing them play and sing and read. Uh, thank you to those who have been on our tech tonight, uh, those working on our audiovisual as well. At this point, let's show our appreciation to Mrs. Gray, her staff, and the boys and girls. For, for just a few minutes this evening, I want us to think about and reflect on the Christmas story of how Jesus has come into our world. On Christmas Day 1914, possibly the most famous sports match of all time took place. Uh, the First World War was just a few months old when British and German soldiers on the front lines in France left their trenches, met up in no man's land, and between them had a kickabout with a football. Uh, the result is unrecorded, but rumours are that the Germans won on penalties. It was a glorious moment of peace in the midst of one of the most brutal wars ever, ever fought, and that's why it's remembered. The, the brief moment of friendship stands out because it was so abnormal and unexpected. Even as it happened, elsewhere along the lines, the guns were firing and men were dying. Nothing of its kind happened on any of the other Christmas days during the First World War, and sadly, there hasn't been a Christmas day in this century or in the last century in which there has been peace all around the world. Humans often seem better at fighting than friendship. And yet we all still long for peace. Wouldn't it be wonderful this Christmas to see peace out there, an end to the conflicts and crises around the world that have been all, all over the news for so much of the year? Wouldn't it be wonderful if peace could be a reality in here too? While at one level we enjoy the anticipation of Christmas, many of us also long for a break from the stress that seems to accompany us, accompany us through most of December as Christmas Day approaches. Even in less busy months, we long for an end to the anxious soundtrack of our thoughts that play in our mind like a, like a record on repeat or for a solution to the regrets and responsibilities that keep us awake at night. And wouldn't it be great if there was peace between us in our relationships? It might be that you spend Christmas walking a diplomatic tightrope in order to keep family members from falling out. The, the absence of peace can be so painful, 
out there in here between us. But the presence of peace, well, that is truly beautiful. If you really want to understand what's wrong out there in here and between us, you need to see that the problem is vertical. The Bible tells us that the root of all the problems in our world and in our lives is that we say to God, my life, my rules. God made everything and sustains everything. And you might think that we would say, your world, your rules, God. But instead, we live as though God should follow our rules and fit in with our plans. We choose conflict with him instead of peace. And that attitude is what the Bible calls sin. And sin matters more than you might think because it matters very greatly to God. Sin has consequences because God is a God of justice and so he judges sin. That's good news when we are the victims of sin. God is not indifferent to justice and he cares and will do, will do something about any injustices that we have faced. But it's also bad news because the truth is that while some of us may be victims, all of us are rebels. There is no one who has never said, my life, my rules. The Bible is very straight with us. It's, it tells us that if we turn our backs to the Lord of light, we'll find ourselves left in the dark. God will hand us over to the consequences that our conflict with him and our treatment of others deserves. The, the, there is hope though. One of, one of the great verses related to the Christmas story in the Bible comes in Isaiah, which is in the Old Testament section. In Isaiah 9, we read these words. It says, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. To us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. If you want to find peace with God now and forever, Jesus is the place to look. The astonishing news of Christmas is that Jesus, the Prince of Peace, was born at the first Christmas so that he could die on the first Good Friday. We won't understand why Jesus has come unless we understand why he has died. He experienced the darkness of judgment so that anyone who asks would not have to endure it and so that we could instead enter into God's place of peace for all eternity. Peace with God is what Jesus offers us today. The steps to peace have always been the same. If we acknowledge our wrongdoing, accept Jesus as our saviour and ask him to rescue us, then we too can know peace. That's all we have to do. Ask and know that our sins are forgiven. But we have to ask and we have to do it. The, the, the amazing news of Christmas is that when we take Jesus up on his offer, everything changes. It changes in here, inside. Having peace with God means that you can face the world with joy and confidence because you're at peace with the one who owns it. It changes things between us. God's spirit gets to work in the lives of his people, repairing broken relationships and making friends out of enemies. And one day there'll be peace out there. There's hope for our bitter and broken world. History is heading somewhere good. There will be a day when the Prince of Peace will restore the whole creation to a state of real peace, fully and finally forever. All that is possible because Jesus is the Prince of Peace.
His death means that as we look at our lives that are marred by sin, we can say to him with confidence, Jesus, I am sorry, and I now turn from my sin and admit that I am wrong. And in return, we can hear the promise that our sins are forgiven and that our relationship with God is forever changed. Can I put it to you tonight that this is the true story of Christmas, Jesus coming into our world to deal with the problem of our sin? Can I also put it to you that you need to respond to Jesus? You can't remain neutral when it comes to who Jesus is. The simple testimony of the Bible is that you're either his friend or his enemy. Can I thank you again for coming to this special carol service this evening? As I said at the beginning, we are thrilled that you're here tonight. Let, let, let me say that if you have any questions about anything that I've said tonight, any questions about the Christian faith, any questions about who Jesus is, then I would be more than happy to speak to you about them. Let, let me also mention that as a church, we are holding some special Christmas services over the next two Sundays. Uh, this Sunday morning coming, some of our boys and girls will be taking part in the service We'll be singing carols and reflecting again on the story of Christmas. And then at half six on Sunday evening, we're holding a candlelit carol service. This is a traditional carol service with more carols and Christmas Bible readings. We're having tea and coffee after the service as well. And we want you to know that you'd be so welcome to join us at that. And we're also holding a service on Christmas Day. It'll be at 11 a.m. and again, you'd be more than welcome to join us as we celebrate the coming of the Lord Jesus. Thank you again for coming tonight. Thank you again for listening. And on behalf of the church family here in Buckna, and also on behalf of the, the, the Board of Governors of Hazelbank, can I wish you and your family a very happy Christmas and a truly peaceful and prosperous New Year.